Hey everyone, welcome back to the Student Community Podcast. My name is Adam Smith. I'm Daniel Douglas. And this is episode number five. And we're gonna talk about friendships today. And we're not gonna be talking about friendships by ourselves, Daniel. I mean, we we love to talk, we're yep. good friends, but yep. we brought in a couple more friends yep. to join us. The experts, the, the professionals. Experts. So experts, would you go ahead and introduce yourselves for us? Uh, my name's Liam Milne. I'm a junior at North High School. Hi, I'm Haley Kane, and I am a senior at CSA. And I just got to say, you guys just sound like you were born to podcast. Mm-hmm. Liam, the way that you just said your name yep. was one of the most soothing. <laughs> you should maybe like do some audiobooks or something. I, like I was literally thinking the same thing, Adam. <laughs> right. that, yeah, I was no. like, man, that's that's a good voice right there. Well, if we ever get sponsored by some ads, there we'll we hit you guys up to uh, to record yeah. those. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty mm-hmm. fun. But before we get started and we talk about friendships, we always start off our time by asking a question. And again, we don't know what the question is only the person asking the question knows so we haven't had any time to prep and daniel i think you're going to be asking the question for us today absolutely okay so here's our question if you could be any character from a movie or tv show who would it be would i be able to return back to my form nope for for good so this is for life you turn into this person for the rest of yep their life I don't know. Does it? Does anything come to mind nothing, for you guys? Nothing pops yeah. up for me. Um, I'm thinking of like Elle from Stranger Things because you know she can do things mm, with her mind, but then there's also like bad parts that she go. has to deal with. So hey, like, but you know, know like, you know she's gonna win. True. That Actually, true. she might die. You oh, never know stop. that. So <laughs> uh, you could die, but at least you'd save the world dying, and you'd be a true. hero. Mm-hmm. True. I actually just watched the Hunger Games. And so that was the first thing that came to mind. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, Katniss, she like has to manage surviving the Hunger Games. Was it two or three times? So I don't want that life. That's too much pressure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Liam, does anything come to mind for you? Not really, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who would you be in the chosen? (laughs) Well, Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. You can't mess up. That is a lot of pressure. (laughs) Daniel, does anything come to mind for you? Oh, man. Um, I was just trying to think of, like, what, what, like, obscure character I could be. Like, maybe an animal or something. Like, the shark from Jaws. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) Like, he would be the, like, the ultimate villain. Like, everybody knows about you. And, like, they hear the the song and they know that you're coming as as the shark. So, I don't know. I just was, that was the first thing that popped into my head. That's pretty good. I I mean, you may be oblivious to it, too. Mm -hmm. Because it's taken from the human perspective. You don't know what the shark's thinking. So... I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty cool. And to be a fish, I mean, I think that'd be pretty, pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Like Nemo. Like Nemo. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. I don't know, Liam. I, I don't know if I can really think of anything. Can you? No, not, mm. not really. No. I, okay. I, I take that back. I would want to be Benny the Jet Rodriguez from oh. Sandlot. Oh. Yes, that's good. That's, that's good who one. I would be. That's right. That just have, you seen the, have you seen the Sandlot? Liam. Oh, oh my so. goodness, oh, really? Adam. Well, Wait, well I've, I've seen it. it. I just don't know. Okay, Wait, is Bobby the guy who? Benny? Benny, yeah. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. He's like the ultimate friend. Mm-hmm. He's extremely good at mm-hmm. baseball. Oh, and, he, and he helps save yep. the day by defeating the beast. When, and when he is older, at the end of the movie, he's got a sick mustache. A he does. It is real nice. Isn't he in the MLB as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's who I would be. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. As it just I, comes I, I could you. see you with a mustache. 
I wish. I still can't see myself today with a mustache because I can't grow facial hair. Uh, but with that being said, this is what friends do for each other. Friends yeah. gather around a table. They talk. Uh, they talk about some not so serious stuff, but also some really serious stuff. Yeah. And we, we have a wide uh, range of experiences around this table when it comes to friendships. And so I guess I'll just start off by asking everyone this question. But is there a, a certain story that comes to mind for you as you think about this topic of friendships as it pertains to your life? Does anything come to mind for you guys? Absolutely. Yeah, same. I think um, one of them is probably when Fisher invited me to a Maverick City concert. Kind of kick-started my faith, and um, it was just a really surreal experience. Yeah, I would say I remember, like, I was going through, like, months of loneliness, I feel like, because I was starting to get really strong in my faith with my friends that I had at the time were kind of going a different path and I didn't want to go that way and so I remember like in my room praying kind of like and I was crying too it's just like God I need um some friends who are on the same path as me or want to go the same path and like who want to go closer closer to you and so yeah I just remember praying about friends and then um I first met Kaylin Pruitt and then that led me to Eleni and Lydia Cook and yeah so the friends that I have now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that what you guys both described is something that a lot of Christians face. Whenever you start to really dive deep into your faith, you know, you want to follow after Jesus, the people that you surround yourself with is so important. Um, and they're so critical to your walk with Christ to have that encouragement, to have those people coming alongside you. And I'm curious, Daniel, I even asked that question of, you know, stories. Are, are there any stories or moments that come to mind as you think about your friends, your friend group, um, and even how it pertains to your faith? Yeah, I mean, I think friends are it's so important in our faith, like they were saying. Uh, I think of going to college. Um, I had uh, just, I like developed a group of friends that are still like to this day, like they're some of the closest friends that I have and I absolutely love them. Um, and just like, I, I miss the closeness that we had in college because you're like living uh, in the same dorm. Like you get to know these people on such a deep level. And so like, um, and at, they, they, they know you and they know like, I don't know, just every part of you. And they also like, um, love you for who you are. And that's like with your, your flaws and all the things that you're like, all the ways you're crazy. Um, and, and yet they still like choose to love you and, and spend time with you. And so there were just so many people like that in college that, um, did that. And then, I mean, like at the same time, like we would, we had a Bible study that we did pretty frequently and like we were growing in our relationships with the Lord, um, like with them. And, and that was just so encouraging to have people that were like checking in to see how I was doing in my faith. And I get ask them how they were doing. And it was just so important um, as a, a growing Christian. So let me ask you this question. Maybe we can just go around the table here and, and maybe just share each. What is one quality or characteristic do you think um, that makes a good friend? I would say like trust because um, I'm a very emotional person and like being able to open up to my friends about things that are going on in my life, I think is super important because I want to be able to tell someone about it and not like keep it all in, I guess. And so just having that trust um, just between the person that I'm being in a, like a friendship with is super important for me just because, and like also same like with vice versa, it's like they can come to me and tell me anything or they can, it can be serious. It can be funny, like just anything. 
Yeah. Being willing to, um, uh, almost the word that comes to mind is being safe, mm-hmm. being a safe yes. person that you can share this with yep. and you know, they're not going to go around and tell other people this. Um, but also they can, they can handle that, right? They right. can hear whatever it is that you're going through and, and vice versa. And they can take that and handle that and just truly listen to you and be there for you. Yeah. I think people who build you up is like a really good characteristic to have because, um, I don't know, just having someone to support you and um, have faith in you is something really important in a friendship. Yeah, being an encourager, someone who uplifts and encourages that way, that's good. How have you experienced that in your life personally? Like, how have you encouraged or built someone up or has someone um, poured in and invested in you in that way? Uh, I have a few friends. uh, Actually... (laughs) Uh, that sounded terrible, but I have, I have a bunch of friends and, and a lot of them are like really like building up, like building me up. And, um, I think there's a lot of friends who I've had. Um, and if I, if they didn't have me, it would be pretty difficult for them because I like to build people up and just make them feel a bit better. I thought of it. Okay. Okay. What is selfless, it? selflessness. Mm, um, and just this idea of, and it goes both ways. Um, where like, we have to be selfless for that other person. Like it's really about them. Uh, and, and how can we encourage them as Liam was saying, like build them up. But then at the same time, we want people that are that way. Like you don't want to just be the person that like, um, like we, we've all had those friends that are just like draw so much from us and like the relationship, we don't get anything back. And like, obviously we're not in the relationship to get something back, but like we need those people in our lives that we can go to and like have conversations and they genuinely care about us. Uh, but if they're just constantly like focused on themselves, it makes it so hard for us to, um, I guess, feel encouraged if that makes sense. Yeah, as I was thinking about it, the thing that came to mind for me, I don't even know like what the word would be for it, but um, maybe just like open is the first one that comes to mind. And what I'm what I mean behind that is I know for a lot like for me specifically, when I like said yes to Jesus and started following him. I craved that Christian community and I didn't feel like I had those deep uh, friendships. And so I almost needed someone to come alongside and invite me into uh, a friendship and invite me into a group. And I feel like that's um, what can happen a lot of times is you can start to build a community, but then that community becomes a closed off community and it almost becomes a click where, um, you are able to benefit from each other, but you're not able to bring other people into that. And I feel like a lot of people, especially students are really hungry for those authentic relationships, those, those friendships. And they're just waiting for someone to invite them in, you know, the power of an invitation to bring them in and, um, experience what a a Christ-like friendship could be. I mean, that, that would probably be what I would say is just maybe that initiation, Mm -hmm. um, openness, um, the power of an invitation kind of friend. Yeah. Haley, I kind of want to, uh, something that you said earlier, and I kind of want to ask a question based off of it. You talked sure. about like, there was a point in your life where you kind of felt lonely and you didn't have like a lot of like friends, mm-hmm. um, at, during that time, or like, I guess my question is like, so you guys are, are surrounded by people your age at school. Like right. there's t- hundreds of kids. I mean, literally North has like 2000 students, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're, you've got so many people. Um, and yet like, 
what you you felt I think is so common for so many high schoolers and, and, and people in school. Why do you think we feel that way? Why do we get this like, man, there's nobody around me. Like I, you feel lonely, even though there's like these tons of people around you. I feel like kind of what I was saying, like the path that you want to go down personally, but it's also like the intentionality and the motives like behind another person for like a friendship. Because I feel like if, like you were saying, like if you're wanting to pour into this person and, you know, really build this relationship, but they're not really all for it. And then like you kind of feel discouraged by that. Mm. That's And then I think the biggest thing for me during that time was it's just because like I wanted to focus on my faith and I mm. wanted to get closer to Christ and I needed those people around me, that community. And so I just, yeah, I just think it's just like, I think it's also sometimes like fear of rejection too, because yeah. it's like going to make friends is scary sometimes. Yeah. And uh, especially people that you don't know, it's like, okay, how do I even start a conversation with this person or how do I get to really know them? And will they really want to get to know me or can I trust them? So it's just, I feel like it's like the what ifs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what almost comes to mind for me, and this is almost like a, in a similar vein, but I think one of the reasons why um, you can feel so lonely at times is especially with the age that we live in, social media, uh, right. if, if you're on social media, like that can be one of the biggest things that can cause loneliness because yes. you're comparing your current life, the highs and lows that you experience with the highlight reel of people out there right. so mm-hmm. if you see like people are out and they're getting together maybe after a football game or basketball game or something um or whatever it is like you can just feel so down on yourself and I don't know if you guys have felt this way I know I have but when you're looking out constantly at people's highlight reels mm-hmm. it just feels discouraging Absolutely. <laughs> and it makes you feel lonely when you're really not you're comparing your highs and lows with someone else's yeah. um projected feed but like, that's a, that's a huge thing. I know for me that can make me feel really lonely is when I'm constantly comparing my life, the highs and lows that's of good. it with the highlight reel of someone else. Yeah. So, so Haley, going back to the, that question, like, I guess, uh, kind of what, like, how did you come out of that point of like l- loneliness? Like so, what, what happened? Yeah. So I prayed a lot about it actually, but, um, so I think getting plugged in here first was really helpful because then I started building relationships here. And then I also started going to FCC to their uh, youth group. So for me, it was really just getting plugged in and just being able to be myself. And um, I mean, obviously growing closer to Christ first as well, but like having that community in my youth groups has been so helpful. Yeah. So it was kind of like finding the, like the connection in, cause you were, you were talking about like your faith was like such a big part for you. Mm-hmm. And so finding those people who were also like seeking that faith right. um, was kind of like the answer. That's really good. Yeah. Liam, could you ch- share a little bit more about your story and just what the journey of, you know, having a Christ-like community has looked like for, for you? You're a junior right now. So you have a couple years of high school under your belt, but what, what did like middle school and early high school Liam kind of look like and <clears throat> Uh, I think at that time I wasn't really focused on my faith. I was sort of just, um, looking for people who make me feel good. And just, uh, a part of that was like my humor and I just wanted to like go laugh with someone or make jokes or whatever. But, um, I think I also wanted that support from, from other people and just people who made me feel like special and just appreciated me for who I am. But yeah, I wasn't very focused of, of like people who set like that great of an example. And I think when you transition from middle school to high school, you kind of look for someone who has both. And, and that can be really 
difficult to find in high school. And um, I'm lucky enough to find people like that, like um, a lot of my friends. And one of them here is Haley. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, I'm really thankful for uh, all my friends and people like that. And um, yeah. So I know you said a big turning point for you was when Fisher invited you to that Maverick City concert. Uh-huh. Um, can you talk about that moment, but even more so what that moment maybe unlocked and how that that moment changed things for you specifically. Yeah, so um, I think going into it, I just had like a really open mindset, which was really good because uh, I think if I didn't go to that, it wouldn't have like unlocked a, a lot of things. But I think I was really like during the concert, it was really loud and whatever, and I wasn't very used to it. And I like hadn't listened to Maverick City for like, or I hadn't listened to Maverick City, period. But like, I, I can just remember that last song, uh, I Thank God, and we were all just jumping, and, like, like I'd never experienced anything like that, but I think you need to go through something. You need to have a little bit of uncomfort to to gain that comfort, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Like, to grow. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, at the time, I, I didn't really want to do it, but I saw those, my friends around me, like, the man tooth jumping, <laughs> so I kind of wanted to join in. And I'm so glad I did. And, um, yeah, now I'm friends with Fisher and um, uh, that whole crew. So Yeah. Yeah, really yeah cool. it was that moment of stepping outside your comfort zone uh-huh. that in that uncomfort was lying everything that you really truly wanted, which was that, you know, first that acceptance from Christ and your identity being found in him, but then that just that fun that is, yeah. uh, you know, with your, your brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, being connected to a community. What would you guys, so if somebody was like, um, just struggling, having those, like just feeling a lonely thoughts, like just doesn't feel like they have anybody around. Um, what would be your initial, like, what would you tell that person? Like, what would you say to them? Like to try to help? I would say first, probably pray about it. That's what, like having someone, you know, we have got to talk to mm-hmm. anytime of the day, but I just, think like opening up to him like god i need people that are going to build me up and i need friends that because i mean god did not create us to be alone like he created us for relationships yeah and so i just think like i would say pray about it but also like if you're you know in high school um or middle school just trying to get plugged in somewhere and like um try to find different opportunities to like serve like the mission trip Mm -hmm. i grew i didn't really know like ellie or olive or hannah or any of those people before the mission trip Mm -hmm. And now because of that trip, we are so close. So I think just finding different ways to get plugged in and yeah. different opportunities. That's good. Yeah, Liam? Um, what was the question again? Um, so if somebody was like, because uh, we were kind of talking about like just how there's so many people in the world that feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, like what would you tell somebody if they came up and were, were like, I just, I don't have any friends. Like I just am so alone. Like what would you tell them to do? I think like I joined um, the youth group and I felt like love there and just, kind of I built a lot of friendships there so I think getting involved and mm-hmm. things like that yeah. is really important um yeah just finding like good role models and following people who you know is uh doing the right thing is a big thing and I think you can find a lot of those people at uh, like youth groups mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah places like that yeah. yeah and like with youth group like with me for me um I feel like I feel very safe here and so I'm able to be myself so I would just say like trying to like get away from that like lens that you have to be someone who you're not like just being your authentic self and um yeah and I feel like youth group I'm very safe here in church like in this group too I just feel 
I can say whatever, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to turn it maybe on you guys. Um, and even like if you had any questions for someone who's a little bit older, I mean, Daniel and I, we have by no means everything figured out. Right. But for you guys and even people your age, you know, is there any um, even questions that come to mind for you guys of as you're thinking about friendships and things like that that you guys would have? Yeah, I feel like uh, I think Haley probably has the most to add to this because she's going to college. Right. You know, <laughs> and she's losing all these people. But yeah, I think once once you've passed high school, I I don't know where else you can find like like places where you can feel connected like that. I think it can be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know where you can go or like what to look for. Yeah. Find connected. Like uh, so here's way. kind of like what I found is in high school, you're surrounded by people that are your age and, and generally like in the same interests as you. Mm -hmm. College, very similar. You know, like when Daniel and I, when we went to college, it's people who are generally our age and generally seeking after the same things. But when you get out of college, this weird thing happens where it's almost like you're getting chucked back into the ocean yeah. and it can feel really lonely because you're like, where is everyone that's my age or my stage of life and that sort of thing. And I think you definitely need people that are your age, uh, to, you know, to be friends with and things like that. But the blessing that I've found in my adult life is that I've been blessed with relationships, specifically with people who are not my age. Mm -hmm. and not my stage of life. Yeah. Um, I think about the people that I work with here at our church. You know, Daniel and I were two of the youngest people on staff, which is kind of a weird thing to think about. <laughs> but it's also been such a blessing to be able to learn from people who are older and more experienced and have gone through more things in life. And I think when you are an adult, you will tend to find your community and friends with some of the people that you work with. And so we've been able to luck out in that area, but that's probably the other blessing of getting out of the middle school, high school and college phase is you're around different people that maybe aren't your age, but can be just as deep in their friendships with you. And that's been a blessing. Yeah. And I think it's about finding a, a connection point, like any friendship that you see. And you guys said this, uh, both of you, I mean, like you were talking about like your connection point with the man tooths was, was, was the, the worship like at, at Maverick city, like you, you got connected with them through that. And Haley, you were talking about like on the mission trip, you got to know these people through, um, w like, uh, the mission trip. And yeah. so you like, you built this deep relationship. And for me, it's like, anytime that I, I make friends, it's like, through a connection. So I'm, I'm super involved in CrossFit and like, I'm starting to get some, get to know some of the people at the CrossFit gym. Um, and so like that, that's a way that I got connected. I got friends and then, um, church, I mean, the, the church is incredible because that is like, really, I mean, I, I don't understand how people do life without like the church, people in the church, I, especially moving. Every time I help somebody move, yes. I'm like, you know, this is great because we have church people that like jump in and are like, hey, I'll help you move. What do you do if you're not in church? Like who helps you move? Yeah. I still am. Maybe your family. Maybe. Family, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, but like, that's just somewhere that I've seen like people that are just selfless yeah, uh, I totally agree. And, and they want the best for you. And like, they, like you can build these deep, deep relationships. And like, I, uh, I've got a couple of guys at the church here that I play disc golf with. And like, uh, I absolutely love Shout that. Out yes. Steve, Steve, Combs. Steve Combs. Steve Let's Combs, go. Love you. And, and, and like Adam was saying, like, I mean, he's, he's like in his fifties now. He just had a birthday. Well, so. wait, wait to yeah. out him. Like, yeah, sorry, Steve. Sorry. Uh, happy late birthday. If you're, if you're listening to this. So, uh, but yeah, like, and I just, 
just, I love like just having these relationships with these, these guys that are older than me. Um, but we like connect through disc golf, but then on those, like during that time, like we have such good conversations, like we can talk about the Lord and I'll, I'll try to ask like, Hey, what's God been teaching you? Um, and so just really just trying to like get to know them, um, because of that connection point of disc golf and, and being in the church, like we're, that's something we have in common. And so like just trying to find those people that you have things in common with, I think is like so important about friendships. Yeah. Is there anything else that comes to mind for you guys that you want to add or even a different question you would ask anyone that you can think of? Yeah. So I feel like, cause I am going off to college and I have really like strong, deep relationships like here in Columbus. And so I don't, I guess my question is just like how, I don't know if you guys like dealt with this with your high school friends, but like, how did you kind of get over that? I mean, like, obviously I don't want to break off these friendships that I have, but I know I'm going to be an hour, almost two hours away. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely experienced that because, um, when I really came to faith, um, it was around my sophomore year, I got plugged into a great group of guys, but I went off to school and they all went off to school and nobody like really went to this. Like, I didn't go to the same school as my friends. And so I think the first thing is like, it's okay to grieve that. Um, it's like, it stinks when space and time and distance get in the way of really deep friendships, but it's also a blessing to be able to look back on them and just appreciate the good times that you're able to have. But I think regardless, the most important thing when it comes to friendships is intentionality, Mm -hmm. like just choosing to be intentional. It may not go back to the way that things once looked, but you can still choose to play an active role in that person's life. Like, for instance, I was talking to Daniel before this about one of my friends uh, that I actually was roommates with in college. I was roommates with him for three years, um, but then he just spent the last four years in Australia. And so, like, we texted and called each other when possible, but he was 14 hours ahead of me. So it's, it's hard to maintain that communication. And so, obviously, you miss that because time and space are getting into the way, but, like, you can still take take it as what it is. And so making sure that you're intentional about texting, reaching out, or getting together whenever possible. So some of my buddies back in Kokomo, where I went to high school, one of the things that we do every summer is we do a basketball tournament. Uh, so we intentionally carve out time. We, we let each other know like, hey, these are the dates I'm available this weekend. And then to everyone that could make it, we try to all get together and we have a basketball tournament. And it's fun because we're able to focus on basketball, obviously, but we're also able to catch up. And it it doesn't look like the summers when we are graduating and getting together all the time, but we're still able to do life together, even if it's at a, a di- if it looks different than what it once did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what I would say. What mm-hmm. would you say, Daniel? Yeah. Um, so I... <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say something that's maybe not super uh, encouraging at the moment but I think that it will be. Let me let me explain this. So um so like you're going off to college and like that's super super sad because you're going to leave all these people that you absolutely love. Um, and so just in life, like, um, I heard this term at one point, I don't remember where I heard this, but, um, somebody called it, they said that it was called gospel goodbyes. And, and it's this idea that like, if we're doing what God has called us to do, um, we're going to have to say these sad goodbyes. Um, and that sucks. It's like, absolutely. It's hard, but like, we know that what God has called us to do is so much better um, than like if we stayed and had those relationships with those people. Um, and so like we, we just trust that and we say, okay, God, like I'm going to follow your, your plan. I'm going to do what you want me to do. And like, I'm going to say bye to these people for right now. 
But the good news is, is because of the gospel, because of what Jesus did, we know that like, if that person's a Christian, we will see them again. Mm-hmm. Like, and if we don't have the, if we don't have the avail- ability to be intentional and, and continue those relationships from far away, like w- in heaven, we will have eternity to, to like get back together with that person. Like there's going to be no time restraint and it's like, we can, we can go and we can spend time with that person. We can see them uh, at, at that point. And so it's just like, it's such a, it's a, a sad thing in the moment, but it's like bittersweet because it's like, man, this isn't the end. Like we're going to, we're going to see each other again and it's going to be far better than any relationship that we have now. Um, and it's going to be a perfect relationship because every, everything will be made new. Mm-hmm. And then we can all do the church clap together. There we go. Yeah. Fun. Uh, yeah. So we're about to wrap up, but before we close, maybe we can just get one final comment. If you guys could give one more encouragement to anyone that's listening, maybe we can just go around the table real quick. What would be an encouragement that you would want to give, um, whether it's a Bible verse or, um, just something to consider. Maybe Daniel, we'll start with you and work our way around. Yeah. Friendships are so important. Um, and just finding, uh, I'm just going to say what I did before, but like, if you're, if you're trying to find, uh, trying to find people to connect with, like find a connection point, um, whether that's a hobby you're interested in, um, or like the church. I mean, like our connection point with everybody in the church is Jesus. Like we are all connected by the Holy spirit that lives inside of us. And so one of the, I mean, the, the, best relationships that we can ever have are people within the church. And it's amazing. Um, you'll, you'll like, I mean, even if you, you guys are in high school, but like if you go up and you talk to an elderly person in the church, like you have a connection point with them because of Jesus. And it's so like, where else do you find that? Like nowhere else the world, if we go and we look in the world, like we see all these young people who don't talk to old people. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just so ab- abnormal, but yet like because of Jesus and because of that, he is our connection point with the rest of the people in the church. Like that is such a cool relationship that we can have. So like lean into the church find uh, a church body if you don't have people. And that's what you guys were saying is like, that's where you found people was in the church and, and finding that. Yeah. Haley. Yeah, sure. Um, definitely ditto to that. Um, but I would also say like when you're building relationships or if you have friendships or like really strong friendships, just to make sure that like, uh, like pouring out is really good. Like I love to pour out to people, but also make sure that like you are like getting something back that way. Like, your cup is just not being like emptied the whole time. Like I guess just having people that charge you back up and um, yeah, that don't like take more than you can give. Mm-hmm. I guess if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Liam. Yeah, just finding like a good group of people that you can uh, be with and people who build you up and make you feel good and uh, like just build you up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, That are that encouragement and we'll build you up. I love that. Well, this has been a fun conversation. So Haley and Liam, we want to thank you guys so much for taking time to be on the podcast this week. It was a lot of fun. fun. We'll hopefully be able to get to do it again soon. And even more so, hopefully we can have a couple more students on before this season ends. So with that being said, this was episode five. This is our episode on friendships. We hope that this was a blessing to you. Uh, If it was, feel free to share this uh, with a family member or a friend or a potential friend, maybe that you want to be friends with. And if you're looking for that connection point, maybe you guys can link up and say, hey, what'd you think of that episode? And (laughs) even if you thought it was terrible, you guys can have some some commonality and some connection through that so we're so glad you joined us and as always remember to love god and love others 